Oi, oi, fucking oi. Yes, you lovely fuckers. Welcome back to the Christian Casanova podcast, episode 32 Freedom from Bullshit. Alright, big, fat, juicy podcast episode. Sink our teeth into today. So, the premise, the the structure, the, the theme of this uh, podcast, freedom from bullshit, yeah, so we're going to be chatting about bullshit, bullshit in different uh, variations, but really we're going to be focusing on bullshit in regards to uh, street seduction, um, and then we're also going to look at uh, bullshit in the wider sense, yeah, so how it affects uh, society, how it affects our lives, how we can just free ourselves from the bullshit and just to create that fucking life of outrageous joy and euphoria and ecstasy and all that fucking great shit, yeah, so we're going to be focusing on um, misconceptions that are associated with street seduction, and I'm going to look at some uh, common hilarious <laughs> excuses that guys will make um, when they're out, out and about, you know, see a girl, and then they don't take action, and you ask them why, and then they'll just come up with some absolutely uh, far-fetched reason why they didn't take action. So they always make me laugh, man, because, you know, they're all, they're all, they all originate from the same fear, which is the fear of just fucking being rejected, basically, the fear of a lack of uh, perceived self-worth, you know, all that, all of that bullshit, yeah, so we're going to shatter all those today, um, and then we're gonna yeah finish off with a chat about the freedom from bullshit like in a wider sense yeah so I was thinking about this the other day man I was thinking about this like to myself and I was like right okay like obviously you know what I do right now like I'm teaching guys basically to go out um and chat to girls during the daytime yeah so you can call me a day game coach a street seduction coach which what I would uh what I would call myself yeah street seduction coach yeah but really in my opinion you know as I'm like you know, as I'm like sat with myself having these like deep thoughts, these deep meditations with myself, I'm like, you know, what are we actually doing here, Christian? Like, yeah, okay, on the on that one level, I am teaching guys to go out and basically, you know, overcome fears and just chat to girls during the day in this socially unorthodox, unconventional manner. But really, I think what I'm really doing, and I think what I'm going to be exploring more, really throughout my entire life, I think as I progress throughout this unorthodox odyssey, is it's really helping guys free themselves from their own bullshit yeah bullshit that has been fed to them by society parents and whoever you know like there's always uh, bullshit that is being fed to us through some form or another you know look at the news yeah look at like social media just bombarding you with bullshit yeah so i really like to think right now where i'm at in my <laughs> in my 24 years of age um, I think my life's work is really dedicated to freedom from bullshit, yeah, so freeing myself from bullshit and helping people such as yourself, inspiring guys, inspiring inspiring a generation of guys to free themselves from bullshit, yeah, embrace their own mortality, stop sleepwalking through life and realise that just everything is forgettable, so while we're here, juice the joy and milk the absolute udder of life, so have I got any updates for you before we dive bomb into this one? Not really, man. I'm gonna um, release some dates soon for the uh, the Stay Sexy tour. I'm gonna make one of those, like, uh, you know, like for the music festivals. You got like the the, the fucking uh, like banner and shit. You know, it's like, all right, you know, 
he's gonna be it, he's gonna be it, he's gonna be it, uh, this date, this date, this date, um, so yeah, I'll release one of those, man, so you've got, like, you know, you can, like, save it on your phone, and your camera roll and stuff, so when you're, like, on the toilet having a shit, you can be like, oh, I wonder where Chris is gonna be on, uh, April 25th, and I'll be like, yo, I'm there, <laughs> might be in the same city, man, might, might be having a shit at the same time as you, who fucking knows, man, but anyway, um, yeah, man, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling happy right now, I'm feeling, like, in the mood, you know what I'm saying, I feel like, you know, when you're just, like, on that wave of just, like, just fucking in that, in that good place, to just fucking make a podcast, man, I'm in that place right now, so, it's gonna be a fucking good one, um, went to Sainsbury's, actually, just a little, uh, Casanova story time, just went to Sainsbury's, a bit rainy in Leeds, but I was like, shit, man, I've got no coffee in, so, get myself outside, um, go to Sainsbury's, and all the, all the fucking school kids are back now, um, for overseas people, like, all the, uh, in the UK right now, all the schools have gone back, I was like, fuck me, man, do you remember, man, do you remember being at school, like, how quick did school go, but, like, I don't know about you, but, like, school was just a fucking weird time, it was just a weird time in my life, I remember my mum was like, oh, Christian, you know, you have to enjoy school, like, school's the best time of your life, <laughs> I'm like, looking back now, I was like, mate, no, you were fucking wrong about that, man, <laughs> you were wrong about that, like, school was not the, the best time of my life, it was a fucking weird time in my life, man, um, I remember, there was this story that popped into my head, yeah, it was just fucking funny, because basically, yeah, we are gonna get into we are gonna get into the discussion, man. Bear fucking with, because uh, this one's this actually a fucking funny story. So like, basically, yeah, our school, um, we didn't we didn't get footballs. Like, well, you could get a football, but you can only get them if the PE teacher was feeling nice and like he was never feeling nice. So we had to get creative, yeah. So you know, my uh, brainwave that brainwave idea was like, all right, listen, lads got no football yeah but what we can do yeah is we can fill up uh water bottles yeah fill them up to the brim a nice little bit of weight um we can play fucking football with these uh, bottles against a wall you know a few little uh, put the bags down to create like some goal posts and uh you're fucking singing man so anyway we, used, we, we did that for a little while you know our, our shoes were so fucking scuffed every time we'd go home my mum would be like how come your sho- your shoes are always so like messed up <laughs> i never used to tell her i used to be like oh i don't know just uh probably the rats and that anyway so one time yeah we didn't have a bottle yeah I and mean, there was like this big industrial bin outside so we we're just like scavenging through that for some like creative new ideas to play football with <laughs> and i went fucking nowhere yeah there's just this random mannequin hand yeah you're like a mannequin yeah there's this fucking mannequin hand in the bin so we we're like oh sweet we can like fucking like do shit with this man we can play with it man like fucking like you know pass it around so <laughs> So basically, uh, we're just like playing with this fucking mannequin, like, like tossing it to each other, just being fucking stupid with it. And then my mate Brad, yeah, my mate Brad, he runs off with this mannequin arm. Fuck knows where he goes, man. He looks like he's going to run, like, run away with like the circus or some shit. So me and uh, me and my other mate, Massey, just just sat there, uh, stood there, just talking to each other. Yeah, just like, oh, Massey, how's your, how's your life going, man? Like, how are you doing? He's still playing like uh, Call of Duty and shit, man. And he's like, yeah, doing pretty well. He's always online, man. But anyway out of absolutely nowhere, this massive crash against my head, yeah, Brad decides to just, like, you know, like, Call of Duty shit, like, 360 Tomahawk cross the fucking map, where no one, no, like, word of warning, and this mannequin hand just fucking smashes against my head, I'm like, Brad, what the fuck, man, I'm like, there's like, this ringing in my ear, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, what a fucking shit show, so anyway, I had to go to hospital, my mum was pissed off with me, I don't know like, why the fuck she was pissed off with me, I was like, mum, I didn't fucking chuck a mannequin hand at my head, do you know what I'm saying, so I was like, Brad, man, what the fuck, man, um, <laughs> it was fucking absolute carnage, um, I actually still do have, like, a, a mark uh, on my head where it hit me, uh, it comes out sometimes in, like, the proper lighting and stuff, anyway, 
that was uh, an absolute random uh, abstract alleyway but basically the uh, the moral of that story is fuck school <laughs> we are in a better place now that we are not at school um i don't know about you i don't know maybe you're maybe maybe you're yearning for your school days again but i'm not man i'm happy i'm happy now man school's a fucking weird place but anyway let's uh let's start this fucking podcast man before i start going down some other rabbit holes all right so um we're gonna begin this uh, discussion freedom from bullshit by sh- uh, first chatting about uh misconceptions yeah misconceptions of street seduction so i've made a list of them like ones that have just sprung to mind there, there will be more but like these are like the main ones that came to my mind um so the first one is like all right street seduction day game oh you don't do that it's uh it's creepy it's it's seedy you know it's just such a weird way of like meeting girls and it's like mate shut the fuck up it's only creepy it's only seedy if you're fucking creepy if you're fucking seedy yeah it's like going around during the daytime being a cool fucking guy going about his daily life he sees a girl that he's attracted to goes up and talks to her because he can that is not creepy that is not fucking seedy like as long as you are socially intelligent as long as you are um just a cool fucking guy there's no fucking creepiness there man it's just crazy to me how the the online method you know of meeting people has become normalized and face to face has become vilified you, you know you say to people oh, how did you meet her oh, i met her on tinder all right cool how did you meet her oh i met her i met her outside of like fucking zara what you mean you actually went and go and like had a conversation with the during the daytime that's weird man it's like you know, shut the fuck up, like, it's just crazy how, it's just bullshit, you know, this is bullshit from society, and this is why street seduction is such a powerful, liberating thing, it's a counterculture against the bullshit, um, you know, just disrupting the status quo, and really going back to a more traditional way of being, yeah, because, you know, our parents, our ancestors, how the fuck did they meet each other, yeah, they didn't fucking go and swipe on fucking Bumble, or, you know, pay like 100 quid to get onto Hinge, they went and fucking chatted to people, yeah, they had to, initiate conversation with another human being so you know the people who say oh it's creepy it's seedy like i understand that there are some um reference experience that they may have experienced themselves or like seeing something online uh you know like the old school weird like pickup uh community yeah i appreciate that but you know i like to think that i'm um moving things forward you know just really uh, highlighting the fact that this is a healthy, uh, beneficial uh, form of meeting people. Um, and actually, shout out to, uh, um, I won't name you, but you know who you are. You sent me um, <laughs> you sent me a video yesterday where it's basically these two girls of this podcast. Oh, what's it called? Ah, oh, Free the Girls. I think it's called Free the Girls. Anyway, they were chatting about like, um, like basically like, getting horny about meeting guys at the gym, basically. Um, and one of them described meeting guys at the gym as um, the healthy way of uh, finding people at a bar. And I was like, that is so, so accurate for what street seduction is. It's the healthy form of meeting people, not just in a physically healthy way. Like, I mean, because obviously when you're doing like street seduction, you're walking around, you're getting your miles in, you know, you feel fucking shredded by the end of a session, especially if you're a beginner, especially if you're in that uh, immersion period. Like I was walking like 10 miles a fucking day when I first got started, man. Uh, you get them blisters and <laughs> the blisters on your feet, man. It's like, oh, they are a rite of passage. You know, you get home, you've got a few blisters on your feet. You're like, oh, I've seen things today man i've fucking been through the trenches i fucking earned these fucking blisters <laughs> do you know what i'm saying so um 
Where's it going with that? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, the healthy way of meeting people. That's basically what it should be. So, uh, anyway, uh, thank you to uh, you know who uh, you know who you are, man, uh, for sending me that video, man. Uh, appreciate it. It made me laugh, made me chuckle. And he's like, yo, you should get that tattooed uh, on your Christian. I was like, yeah, maybe I will, man. Get my uh, get it on my forehead to, to mask the, uh, the mannequin scar. <laughs> Anyway, fucking shut up, Chrissy. Get on with it, man. Um, all right, other uh, misconceptions and stuff. Um, oh, this is a good one. It only works on certain girls. Yes, I chat about this in the uh, Why I Love Flirting with English Girls video on YouTube. Um, you know, there's this misconception floating around where it's like, oh, you know, it doesn't work on English girls. You have to be foreign. You know, you have to... Um, you know, you have to just be like, uh, like a, uh, a tourist, or only be here for a certain time. Like, oh, it doesn't work on these. <laughs> what do they call? What do they call? Like, it doesn't work on high value girls. These high value. Who the fuck are these high value girls? Like, what does that even fucking mean, man? We're all fucking human beings. We all shit the fucking same, man. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just absolutely bullshit, man. It, it, it's like saying, like believing that like some girls are immune to being seduced is absolute uh, just psychological bullshit yeah it's just it's just complete and utter nonsense of course there will be girls who are not as receptive but it's about playing the fucking field man it's like getting wrapped up on one girl on one girl in particular like you know fuck all that shit man just go out chat to as many girls as you want there are plenty of attractive beautiful girls in the world don't get wrapped up in just one fucking girl um and to say that it only works on certain girls, it just reduces it to this weird, like, old-school pickup technique thing, where it's like, it's like this systematic thing where, oh, it only works if, like, the stars are aligned, if I've, like, done all my crazy routines, it's like, mate, shut the fuck up, start just being a normal, fucking cool guy, who just goes through life on a cool fucking way, who adores the fuck out of himself, and invites cool girls into his life when he finds them attractive, you know what I'm saying, so, leave that one there, only works on certain girls, bullshit, (laughs) Um, another one, it's low value activity, (laughs) yeah, got you man, that's a great one, that's a fucking great one, it's low value, it's low value to be able to approach women stone cold sober and have a normal healthy conversation to be able to directly declare your desire in a socially intelligent way with non-needy intentions you know what i'm saying with no hidden agenda that's (laughs) that's low value that is a fucking the biggest piece of bullshit i've heard the people who call it like low value, but that, uh, well, also, also, oh, let's just hold the fucking horses, all this, like, low and high value word and shit, you know, in my opinion, it all comes from that, like, weird, like, dark corner, like, the ones who, like, call themselves, like, different colour pills and shit, like, oh, he's red pill, he's blue pill, he's fucking rainbow pill, like, I don't, I don't, I don't resonate with any of that shit, like, we're just fucking people, man, like, why do you want to, why do you feel the need to, like, you know, label people as, like, oh, he's red pill, he's black pill, it's like, yeah, people have got different opinions and stuff, but the truth is, man, we're all just fucking fluid human beings, and, and we fluctuate, yeah, so, you know, to call it low value, in my opinion, is absolute dog shit, it's like, your value is determined by your relationship with yourself, and if what you are doing fulfills you, if you enjoy it, and if you're not, you know, if you're not, you're not harming anybody, you're not doing anything illegal, it's a fucking liberating activity, and in my opinion, the people who call it low value are simply the people who are too afraid to fucking do it, and who are too lazy to actually get good at it, yeah, because remember, people, this, you know, street seduction, it's a fucking skill, yeah, it is a skill, it's something you can learn and get better with over time, I think another misconception as well, I've not written this one down, is, um, how do I describe this, like, a misconception is, like, it's just about 
day game it's just about street seduction it's not man like there's so many layers to what we're doing and it, it really is this process in my opinion it's it's about self-adoration it's about self-reliance it's about self-mastery yeah it's you know that misconception as well where it's like oh it's it's, it's, it's just all about sleeping with girls yeah look let's be fucking real you get into day game, you get into street seduction because you want to meet beautiful women, because you want to have outrageous experiences with beautiful women. Maybe you want to find a girlfriend, maybe you want to find a wife, maybe you just want to play the field for a little while, whatever you want out of it, that's fucking fine. But I honestly believe, and I know that, you know, if, if, you're, if you're real with yourself, you'll know it as well. The deeper you get into this, you really realize that it is about seducing yourself. It's about conquering your inner demons, getting over all of your own bullshit, getting through and living that liberated lifestyle. Like I've had like so many unreal experiences with unreal girls I wouldn't have had if it hadn't have been for immersing myself in this process. But do you know what the best thing I've got out of this so far, man? It's a deeper understanding of who the fuck I am, who the fuck I am in this world, of just aligning myself to a purpose, a passion, and like, you know, since I started in July of last year, my entire life has fucking transformed, and I'm seeing the transformations every day, I'm seeing the, seeing the personal renaissances that are occurring to me, and you really, you really do get to just see the whole fucking picture, you know, in my opinion, I know it sounds fucking like trippy and stuff, but it's true, man, like, I would not have experienced what I've experienced if it hadn't been for this process, yeah, for just really just saying fuck you to society, disrupting the status quo, and just going through this you know, period of enlightenment, man, because that's really fucking what it is, you know, we've got no rite of passages anymore, like, the world is fucking soft, we're just brought up in this, uh, like, society where nothing's difficult, man, like, we have to create our own difficulty, we have to create our own rite of passage, like, you don't have to go into the wilderness anymore for 40 days and 40 nights and come back a fucking man, these days, you just end up in the fucking corporate world, just slaving away, and, you know, there's no fucking great difficulty, yeah, we've got a fucking pandemic going on, but you know what? most people are fucking fine, most people just sat at their house watching Netflix, you know what I'm saying, so the the misconception that it's all about sleeping with girls, yeah, is bullshit, yeah, and I know that plenty of guys, I've had this conversation, and they're like, you know what, Christian, since I got started with this man, it's just changed my life in so many ways, I just feel a better fucking human being for it, and I think that's fucking beautiful, man, but look, I'm never going to be that guy who's like, oh, girls have got nothing to do with it. That's bullshit as well. Of course, you're going out there, like I say, to have unreal experiences with unreal girls, yeah? But you have to also keep in mind that your whole fucking life, this is a personal renaissance, a personal transformation that we're going through by immersing yourself in this process. All right. Um, another misconception that links nicely on from that one is girls don't get anything out of it. You know, it's like this one-sided affair, you know? This, you know, look... I appreciate that there are guys out there who just treat women as like objects, you know, who are just fucking chasing the notches and the old school pickup thing. And it's like all about, you know, just like us versus them mentality. Now that's bullshit to me, man. That does not fucking resonate with my uh, inner psyche, my just my personal self. In my opinion, if you want to have unreal, mind-blowing, full-body experiences with women, it's a shared experience, man. The girl's there because she wants to be there. You're there because you want to be there. And whoever the fuck else is there because both of you <laughs> want them to be there. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, 
it's this collaborative experience you're enriching other people's experience and being the guy who can go up to a woman during the day declare his desire in an authentic way non-needy and then whatever happens between the both of you that experience is going to be unlike anything she's experienced before and if you are a cool guy if you're socially intelligent if you're socially calibrated if you leave women better than you found them she is going to be more receptive in the future to this sort of thing yeah because why this industry why this uh, street seduction gets such a bad rap in my opinion is because so many guys are just playing with that that battle of the sexes you know treating women as this thing to be conquered rather than these human beings to be fucking celebrated yeah because when you love women when you truly adore the fuck out of women women adore you back man you know you are the king she is your queen and i don't give a fuck if it's for one day one night one week one year while you're with that girl make her feel beautiful and sexy and desired and celebrated and i guarantee you man your whole fucking relationship your whole fucking uh experiences with women will transform because it's no longer this like what can i get from her it's what can i share with her and this again it's not some fucking woo woo bullshit yeah this is just how to be a fucking renaissance man in the real world how to be a fucking great lover of women yeah not the guy who takes but the guy who can fucking share yeah and that's what's for me this is what separates the unreal fucking lovers who go through this world with a sense of just fucking joy and just absolute cowboys who don't have a fucking clue and just chasing basically just chasing validation man chasing validation uh approval uh and whatever but anyway i'm gonna make a separate podcast on this shit anyway because these are uh, thoughts i've been like flowing through my mind and stuff (laughs) fuck me man this could be a long podcast oh yeah i appreciate you if you're still here by the way (laughs) um but i've got so much fucking more value man so fucking let's get on with the value wagon now um what else yeah, that's a good one. I'll get arrested. I <laughs> uh, can't do street seduction, man. So I'll get arrested. There'll be some cop out there who's like, you know, so some security guard uh, who'll report me. Uh, fucking bullshit, man. Have I been arrested yet? No. Like, I've gone. I started this process uh, during COVID when everyone's been wearing masks. When it's like, you know, even more uh, socially unacceptable. And, you know, I'm fucking fine. Um, security guards have, have watched me <laughs> plenty of times. And most of the time, man, they're either, they're either jealous or they don't fucking care. Or you'll get some security guards, actually, who'll be like, fair fucking play, man. Like, I've had that, like, a, a couple of times, actually, where, you know, that you, you often get those security guards who are really sound. Like, they're not asked about the job. They're there to just, like, you know, they're in the supermarkets all day. They like the public interaction. If they hear you chatting to a girl, um, sometimes you will get them and they'll be like, oi, fair fucking play lad and you know what i'm saying so that shit happens man it's just about you know being just more realistic with it man like no one fucking gives an absolute fuck about what you're doing it's only a problem if you make it a problem if you you know if you act confident if you go through life and just enter your activity with boldness people will just accept it man because look let's face it most people they just want to be led they'll just follow the lead if you of whoever is leading so be the fucking leader be the guy who can just go through life do what the fuck he wants don't give a flying fuck about the opinion of other people you'd be fucking sweet man just gonna have a sip of this uh agua mm. nice man drinking out of a, a bailey's glass it makes me feel like a king <laughs> um all right other misconceptions i'll, I'll do a few more because uh, i am aware of the time um which ones are good oh this is a good one um misconception 
girls never come out on dates after the initial interaction. So in other words, it's just a complete flake fest, yeah? So people see videos on YouTube and they'll often comment on videos being like, yeah, but this is fine, but basically it's all fake. Like, you know, it's all camera trickery. Uh, the girl's an actress. Um, yeah, you might get a number, but you don't get to see her again because, you know, girls don't come out on dates with guys who just mess on the street. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, man, you know, I feel... I feel sorry for those people, man, because, you know, they either, they've never experienced the joys of what this process can do for you, or maybe they're just uh, in denial, maybe they don't want to, th- maybe they've got this, like, I don't know, this, like, purity fantasy where you meet girls at church, and then you go on, like, uh, a million dates, and you wait for your wedding night, and all this fucking bullshit, and it's like, this is the way the world is, man, not the way the world, not the way um, that you want things to be. Um, this is just the way the world fucking is, man. Like, you can meet a girl um, on the street, get her number, um, take her out on a date that same fucking night if you want to, man. You can do so much within a day, yeah? Like, Greek theatre, I've spoke about this before, unity of action, where all of the drama occurs within one day. And this is really, it's a kind of a strand of liberated nihilism as well, this, this sense of unity of action where... You juice the joy out of that single fucking day, man. Like, there's so much you can do in a day. There's so fucking much. Especially, like, you know, when I'm going to be going on tour. Um, we're just going to be, like, doing so many things. Just cramming so much in within a day. And, you know, this is just an, a, a, an elixir of existence, man. Just rather than just, like, spreading things out. Just saying, like, fuck it, man. Let's just do as much... T- do as much as we can today like obviously don't be doing that shit all the fucking time because you're probably going to burn out it's good to have things to look forward to of course but um i think it was picasso who was like you know don't put off today or don't do tomorrow what you could do today something like that i'm paraphrasing but it's true man it's like if you think you can go and like just fucking do shit today go and fucking do it man like what are you fucking waiting for because you might be fucking dead anyway tomorrow man so enjoy yourself yeah all right um but yeah um, just to summarise, girls never come out on dates after the initial interaction, which is just, <laughs> just fucking bullshit, there's not much more to be said than that, like, girls fucking do come out, um, <laughs> on dates, and it's fucking great, so, um, we call bullshit, alright, let's do two more, let's do two more, then we'll go on to the next section of this podcast, thank you, uh, as well for, um, uh, bearing with on this absolute rampage of thought, <laughs> I'm enjoying this one though, man, I'm, I'm on that, I'm, I'm rolling off the coffee bean, man, it's fucking nice. I think this is probably going to be the uh, longest podcast yet. And shut the fuck up, Chris. Get on with it, man. <laughs> um, what else? Buh, buh, buh. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. You can only do it outside. Bullshit. <laughs> you can only do it outside, man. I've chatted to girls inside, yeah, indoors. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, I think this is another problem with this whole thing. It's like people put it un- in the under the umbrella of like, right, he's talking to girl during day. This must be day game right you must follow the step one step two step three and it's like mate 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 what we are doing yeah is having a conversation with a girl who we are attracted to stop putting labels on it man stop calling it day game like even just stop calling it fucking street seduction man you're having a fucking conversation with a girl who you're attracted to it doesn't matter if you're outside, inside, uh, under a fucking manhole cover, under the streets of London, wherever the fuck you are, you can chat to girls, you can talk to girls, you can initiate, you can lead, you can take her number, you know, it's just like, 
the more you can free yourself from the bullshit, the more you can free yourself from these regimented rules where it's like systematic, formulaic, I must do this, this and this in this particular order. It's like, I really want to inspire a generation of guys to just take this more fluid approach to things, yeah? So obviously in the beginning, it's good to have a structure, it's good to have a framework, but you know, as you continue your process, as you integrate this into your lifestyle, it's just this free-flowing um, form of self-expression where you just see a girl that you like, it doesn't matter where you are, you go and talk to her, you go and make shit happen, you go and enrich each other's experiences, man. So, you know, you can only do it outside is just utter bullshit. All right, I'll do one more, one more. Um, bah, 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 bah. Which one shall we have? Uh, have I said this one? I don't think so. My friends think that I'm weird. <laughs> Alright, so if you get involved in street seduction, then your friends, your friendship group are going to think you're a weirdo. They're going to ostracize you from the group. Um, this is a bullshit thought, thought in the sense of, yes, of course, your friends may think you're weird because they're misinformed about this whole process, but... This is bullshit in the sense of if your friends think you're weird for following your truth, for uncovering your bliss and finding your rhythm in life, for wanting to experiment with something new, mate, they're not your fucking friends. They're not, they don't want the best for you. They're probably jealous because they don't have the balls to do it themselves. They want to keep you in that uh, mediocrity. They want to keep you cemented in a place where oh, they feel safe, yeah? So if you tell your friends about it and they're like, Oh, uh, let's say your name is Brian. Oh, Brian, I'd not be doing that, man. That's weird. Like, you need to get on Tinder, man. You need to be, like, swiping and shit. We have to wait for nightclubs to open. Like, all this bullshit. It's like, listen, Brian, do what the fuck you want to do. Live to please yourself, yeah? Because I've said it before. By trying to please other people, you please nobody, especially yourself, yeah? So if you tell your friends you're going to do this, and they're like, oh, Brian, that's fucking weird, man. Just be like, oi, shut the fuck up you ain't my mate anymore, and then just go and fucking find new mates, come find me, <laughs> we'll go around man, we'll go and fucking rip it up, and just have a fucking absolute sweet one, because, uh, you know, no judgment, no judgment here man, I think it's fucking liberating, so, fair fucking play Brian, for uh, <laughs> getting involved man, um, right, those are the misconceptions of street stuff, there are more that I've written down, but I'm conscious of the time, so, now we're going to move on to, <laughs> this is even better man, bullshit excuses, Alright man, so I've just had a break, brushed my teeth, had a piss, and now I am rejuvenated as fuck, ready to smash the second phase of this podcast discussion, which is bullshit excuses, yeah, so these are uh, a collection of my favourite excuses that I've heard guys make, simply, you know, they make the excuses to justify their decision not to take action, yeah, so rather than being an active player, rather than seizing the moment, making excuses, being a static spectator, defense mechanisms, yeah, defense mechanisms is what they are, because listen man, don't get me wrong as well, like when I was going through my magic phase as a teenager, I would make these bullshit excuses all the time, just because I was fucking scared, because you know, (laughs) I was going around parks, going around like the streets, looking for people to perform magic to, and it's like, 
you're always looking for that unicorn man you're always looking for that perfect situation in your mind you know what's like right this is perfect this is the ideal situation and the rea- the reality is man it's like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow you never fucking find that pot of gold that it could always be a better situation circumstances could always be more ideal but the reality is you just got to do the best with what you fucking got yeah it's never going to be perfect so you just got to show up seize the moment and take the fucking action all right so I understand, yeah, I understand the reason for making these excuses, but the best advice I can give you through going through uh, that pain period, um, really during my uh, early days of magic, is you just have to, first of all, recognize the bullshit for what it is, it's just a fucking thought, it's a fucking hallucination of the mind, stop being a pussy, stop copping out, stop sabotaging your own success, recognize the bullshit, and move forward anyway, alright, so these are uh, my personal favorite uh, excuses that guys will make, which always make me uh, laugh and cringe and just like <laughs> just get annoyed basically. Um, all right, so let, let's start from the top. So, oh, she's probably got a boyfriend. <laughs> this is an absolute classic. All right, so you know, if this thought comes into your mind, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things you can do to counter this. You know, you can say to yourself, all right, first of all, this is just a bullshit thought. Let's find out if she does have a boyfriend, yeah? And, and, and second of all, who the fuck cares if she's got a boyfriend? You can still have a conversation with the woman. You can still make her feel good. You can still enrich her experience, right? It's like, I think when, when you shift your thoughts from being all about you to how can I make the world a fucking better place, everything changes, all right? Because no longer are you scared of rejection. You're scared of looking weird. You're like, I'm going forth in the world and I'm giving women the gift of my um, attention. I'm giving women the gift of my masculine celebration, my uninhibited masculine energy. And to make women feel beautiful and desired and sexy in a world which is so like, what's the word? A world which is just so swamped with bullshit. We're so like, you know, conditioned to just like be good boys, do what everyone tells us to do, never break the rules, never uh, meander away from uh, the orthodox way of doing things. You know, if you can be the fucking guy who does what the fuck he wants, doesn't hurt anybody in the process, lives as he fucking pleases, the world will fucking be a better place, man. So go out there, speak your truth, and also flip it on its head as well, she looks like she's got a boyfriend, well maybe she's newly single, yeah, err on the side of optimism, you never know until you fucking know, so just go out there and find out for yourself, yeah, alright, next excuse, <laughs> oh, this is, oh, this one pisses me off, man, oh, she looks angry, or she looks bitchy, or she looks busy, or everybody looks angry, it's like, mate, Give people a reason to fucking smile then, go and approach that woman and make her feel fucking beautiful, like, you have to remember, man, most people in this world are fucking miserable, alright, the fucking working jobs that they hate, they've got, like, they, they don't get appreciated, they never get to feel important, so if people look miserable, yeah, if, if people look angry, it's probably because they are fucking angry, man, yeah, so go and make them feel fucking great, and what I've noticed, yeah, with, uh, with street seduction is the women who often look the least uh, receptive, the least, the ones who look like they won't be receptive are often the most receptive, yeah, and it's a head fuck, you know, if a girl looks really happy and chirpy, she's usually the one <laughs> who's got the fucking Valentine's romance or something, like, approach her anyway, man, but what I'm saying is, like, you never know, yeah, you never know until you know, so go find out, yeah, um, 
and yeah, if, if you see a woman and she's like, oh, she looks busy, well, yeah, we live in a world where people are busy, but she's still going to have a couple of minutes, man. She's still going to have a couple of minutes for someone who makes her feel sexy and celebrated. So cut the bullshit, man. Just go fucking talk to her. Because the worst thing, yeah, the worst thing they can do is be like, I'm in a rush or I'm, I've got a boyfriend. And then it's just playful anyway, man. So cut the fucking shit. Um, this is one. This is one that I used to use um, when I was going around doing magic. It'd be like, oh, I would approach, but if only she was sat down. And then it's like, if she is sat down, it's like, oh, it'd be easier if she was stood up. Or if she is stood up, it's like, oh, it'd be easier if she was like kind of walking. Or it'd be easier if they like... Uh, she was not in a group, or it would be better if, yeah, it would be easier if, yeah, I would go around the parks, and I'd be like, oh, it'd be easier if them people were sat down, and then they'd stand up, and I'd be like, oh, it'd be easier if they were sat down, (laughs) it's like, it's never gonna be ideal, man, you're always searching for that fucking unicorn, the unicorn is not gonna fucking find you, you have to just go and find out for yourself, yeah, don't listen to what they say, go see, don't listen to how they look, yeah, don't listen to how they look, just go fucking see, yeah, because, we get so wrapped up in our own bullshit thoughts that before you know it, you're walking around for two hours, you've not approached one single person, and the longer it takes you to approach, the longer it takes you to break the ice with yourself, the harder it is, yeah, and here's like a nugget as well, which um, often uh, trips guys up, is when you see a girl you're attracted to, it has to be an immediate thing, yeah, you have to go up to her immediately, especially if she has seen you, yeah, because the longer you wait, the more chance your mind has got to infiltrate your thoughts, and you've just fed on this absolute bullshit, like, like pigs feed out of a trough, and the longer it takes you to approach, the less likely it is you're gonna do it, and when you actually do it, you've got so much anxiety bubbling up in you, it's like, and she's like, Bye. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So, see the girl straight away. Go and fucking approach. If you need like a uh, a little like hack, just do three, two, one, and go. Yeah, don't count up because you can keep counting. So three, two, one, and go. And this is great for just all aspects of your life. You know, habitualize this thing. Yeah. So if you wake up in the morning, you can't be asked getting out of bed. Three, two, one, get the fuck up. You want to get a cold shower? Three, two, one, get in that fucking thing. The more you can habitualize this pattern of behavior, the easier it's going to be to actually do it. Uh, when you're uh, when it, when you'll see the girl that you like, Do you know what I'm saying. So make it uh, a part of your lifestyle. Yeah. Three, two, one. You can even say three, two, one. Fuck it, and then just go fucking do it. Whatever, whatever works, man. But just get out of your own fucking way. Um, other excuses. Let's uh. Let's uh, whack these out. <laughs> She'll think I'm weird. All right, well, if she thinks you're weird, she thinks you're weird. <laughs> She's like, fuck it, man. Like, who the fuck cares? We're all going to be dead one day. Um, I don't have the right clothes on. Now, listen, I, I do, I get this one, yeah? I do understand this. If you don't feel like you look your best, if you're going around, um, you're going to go do some shopping and you see an absolute worldie and you look like a fucking scruff, I appreciate that, okay, these are not ideal circumstances, however, in these situations where you don't feel like like you are looking your best, still do it anyway, man, because what it teaches you there is it teaches you to overcome resistance, and you'll be so surprised how that just the mere act of you showing up, even though you don't look your best, it's it's just it's still so fucking powerful because you've done what 99% of guys will never do and if you aren't looking your best if you are looking a bit scruffy okay I appreciate you know we want to be looking sharp not just because we want to attract women but just because we want to be going through the world looking sharp because we respect ourselves as men yeah we want to be looking our fucking best right so 
if you don't have like <laughs> you know if you don't if you're not looking your best if you don't have your like clothes on that make you feel like a fucking king I appreciate that. I appreciate good fucking style. I appreciate you want to be looking fucking slick. You want to be looking your fucking best. But in the early days, what I would do, um, I would purposely go out a little bit underdressed, a sort of like social experiment to see like, all right, I'm not feeling my best right now, but let's see um, how receptive girls are. Let's see how I feel in this interaction. I'm not going to lie, man. If I'm not looking my best, I feel it in myself. Yeah, I feel it in my energy. I feel like "Mm, there's something missing here. Yeah. But what works in your favor is the conversation goes good. You, you, you get the girl's number, you go out on a date with her. And then when you go out on a date, you are looking sharp as fuck. So like she had no expectation. She's like, fucking hell, man, this guy looks like semi-homeless. And then you rock up to the venue. You take her to some swanky bar. You're dressed like a fucking king. And she's like, wait, this is like some Cinderella shit here. Like <laughs> this, this is the guy that approached me. Like fucking hell, man, I'm onto a winner. So do you know what I'm saying? It's quite a nice little uh, uh, play with expectations there. But look, the, the final thing I would say about like looking your best and right clothes and stuff is definitely, definitely, definitely integrate looking great into your life, yeah? Do it for you first and foremost because you want to look like a fucking king because look, it feels fucking great to look great, yeah? And this just simply means that you do the best with what you got. Like, when I was a kid, I had no fucking clue about style. Like, I'm sure many of us, yeah? I didn't understand how to really, um, what's the word? Like, make the most of what I've got in terms of, like, physical features. So, really educate yourself on things such as a style, on, on the colour, on, on fit, like, of, of clothes, and then just look at, like, accessories that you can wear, find clothes that you enjoy to wear, uh, experiment with different styles as well, man, like, I think I've talked about this in an early podcast, like, Romantic Renegade, I think it was, so go and have a look at that if you want some, like, uh, how to, like, differentiate yourself from the herd um, in terms of your, your style and your attitude, but, now, this is something that I feel strongly about, but, um, if you're not looking your best, do it anyway and use it as, as, as reference experience to show your mind we can still fucking do it, all right, so that's sweet, um, other excuses, no, this is a good one, I need to do more warm-ups, yeah, guys can just get stuck in doing those old-school hit-and-runs where you're just going up to girls and being like, hi, you look really good, have a good day, and the whole session will just be that, all right, I appreciate the beginning, um, you might, you know, with social anxiety, whatever, but there has to be a stage, man, where you, 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 uh, you cross the bridge, yeah, you go to that next level of, like, you know, you can baby step it, but don't just, like, leave the conversation after giving someone a compliment, so, like, you know, if you are really socially anxious and you don't feel like you can have a full, like, eight-minute interaction, just go up to the woman, I, you look really good, and then just, like, say something else, don't just be like, I, you look really good, bye, you know, I just want to say, you look really good, that jacket is looking swanky as fuck, what's the occasion, all right, and then you can say bye, but just, like, yeah, don't just get stuck on doing that whole, like, you look really good, bye, um, you can even, I don't recommend it that much, but, like, in the early stage for baby steps to get you good at opening and closing, what I used to do, I used to, used to go up to girls, I just want to say, you look really fucking good, um, another time, uh, let's go out, drop me your number, so I was just opening and closing, it wasn't good, it's was fucking car crash, didn't get any, uh, anything from it, but what it taught me is how to get really good at opening, how to get good at closing, um, and as I uh, continued, you know, I'd add more lace, that shit, and uh, you know, it's all fucking fine and dandy, man, but yeah, in the early stages, man, I appreciate, you know, it can all feel a little bit overwhelming, so, you know, step by step, but just don't get stuck with the whole like warm-ups and stuff it's a dangerous cycle man because you think you're making progress you think you're doing street seduction but 
all you're really doing, man, is just fucking paying people compliments, and, you know, like, that's nice, and that's great, but that has to be that next level, okay, so, keep that in mind, um, other excuses, oh, yeah, okay, this will go on, um, I need a wing, you know, I need someone to, uh, go out with me, because I can't do it on my own, uh, you know, shout out to Godfather, Tom Torero, quite rightly said that, you know, day game, uh, as he termed it, is a solo sport, yeah, so, yeah, it's great to have a wing, it's great to make it into, like, a social activity, but, you know, you don't want it to turn into a fucking, uh, bromance stroll where you just like you know with your wing and I, I find it myself when I after like the first I think it was like two or three months I, I finally met up with a wing uh, and I often found it, it's, it's difficult to balance both because like if you meet up with a wing and you've never met them before you still don't know who the fuck they are so you're kind of trying to like work each other out as you're walking around and you're trying to like chat to each other in a way but you're both looking for girls so um, it doesn't really work in my opinion. I think you need to, if you are going to go out with a wing, like either like know them before, like just meet up for a coffee beforehand, um, just get to know each other. And then when you're out on the streets, it's just purely like no chit chat. You know, you're out for the social support, I suppose. Um, and and that's it. You know, you're not trying to get to know each other as you're strolling. Uh, but then another excuse guys make is like, oh, I don't have the right wing. I need to find like, I need to find like the the the, the wing that complements me. And until I do that, I can't day game. I can't I can't street seduce. It's like, you know, I said it before. Wings can be great if you find a good one, but just just don't become reliant, man. If in if in my opinion, you want to be going out solo and then after a while, then then find a wing if you want to, just to add a bit of variety. But don't start off with a wing. That's my that's my personal opinion because it becomes a crux. It becomes like it becomes like a drug. You you feel like you need it in order to uh, in order to have your best sessions. Yeah. So you know, wings can be cool, but just be just be careful with them. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, oh, this is a great one. <laughs> this is excuse. I can't approach during COVID. Everyone, everyone's wearing masks. Um, not much I need to say about that to obliterate that bullshit. I started during COVID. I've been doing it like throughout uh, since last July. There's plenty of videos on YouTube showing me approaching girls in masks and just fucking. COVID's not a fucking problem, man. Be socially intelligent. Keep your distance. All that good stuff. Girls want to be approached. You can't keep down biology. All that fucking good shit. Like COVID is just a fucking another excuse that guys are making, um, why they can't take action, yeah, it's just a convenient, comfortable excuse, um, other excuses, she's walking too fast, all right, well, <laughs> fucking walk faster, um, she might not speak English, oh, go and fucking find out, if you don't speak English, then you'll find out very quickly, um, <laughs> and, you know, another reason to learn languages, man, get on that fucking language wagon, Duolingo, here we fucking go, uh, she's got headphones in, that's a fucking good one, well, and what, <laughs> she, she's allowed to have headphones in, man, just go up to her, um, you know, start talking, she'll take the fucking headphones out, if she's on the phone, she'll tell you, um, if a girl is on the phone, uh, a great piece of advice that uh, camera Dan gave to me, um, the, the camera guy that I work with in London, he was like, listen, you know, I've been in the game for a long time, um, you know, he's worked with all the, the dating coaches, and if a girl is on the phone, you know, uh, a great thing that you can say is, like, listen, I appreciate you're on the phone, but I've got something really important to tell you, and it can't wait, and if she's into it, she'll just hang up, because, you know, it might just be a boring phone conversation anyway, um, but that's realistically the best thing you can do, man, if it is an important conversation, she's not going to prioritise you um, over, like, whoever the fuck it is, a grandma from Australia, who she's not spoke to for 10 years, um, so, you know, if she's on the phone, then, well, you'll find out anyway, won't you, um, so yeah, if a girl got if a girl's got headphones in, it's like a mask. It's like the mask. Like it's not a fucking. It's not a problem, man. Like it's only a problem if you make it a problem. It's only an obstacle if you decide it to be an obstacle. So any sort of like uh, physical barrier into like headphones, masks, uh, walking too fast, 
it can all be overcome, man. And you know it can, yeah? You know deep down within you that it's possible. Yeah, If you had a gun to your fucking head, you'd be out there fucking doing it, yeah? So, um, what else? It could rain. <laughs> could rain, man. It certainly could. Buy a fucking umbrella. Um, it'll take too long. Yo, well... It, what are your priorities, man? It shouldn't be fucking taking too long. It's been like 90 minutes, man. Like, you think about how much time we waste, like, binging with uh, Netflix or just, just procrastinating, fucking wanking ourselves off. Just go out for an hour. An hour outside in the sunshine or in the drizzle. Um, as long as it's not fucking torrential downpour and fucking snow coming in everywhere. But, you know, fucking still do it anyway, man. It puts hairs on your chest. But, um, you know, all these fucking uh, excuses and... Those, she's too hot, <laughs> that was a good one, oh no, she's too hot, or she's not, she's not hot enough, or uh, she's kind of alright, it's like, mate, it's, again, it's the Goldilocks, it's a, it's a unicorn, it's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, you know, when you're a beginner, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but when you are in your beginning phases, you really can't afford to be too picky, man, like, I appreciate you want to be chatting to girls who you are attracted to, but you have to make concessions, man, you have to get that volume in, because if you're in your mind thinking, oh, I can only approach ones who are like 10 out of 10s, don't like to use a number system, but like, just to make it uh, so people understand what I'm talking about, um, well, first of all, you're not going to see them everywhere, yeah, it depends on, on where you live in your city, um, but also, it's just like, you're not going to get the practice in, man, because that's realistically, you know, this is a skill, it needs practice, it needs volume, it needs consistent, mindful practice, so, you know, if a girl isn't, like, massively, if you're not massively attracted to her, but you're like, yeah, she's cool, she, she looks good, just fucking go and talk to her, man, like I said, take it away from yourself, and, you know, make it about her, like, just fucking enrich her experience, you enjoy the conversation, have a fucking chat, man, fucking hell, like, stop being so picky, especially in the beginning phase, that as you get uh, more advanced, then, look, you can be as picky as you fucking want, when you live in that abundance, when you've got that abundance mentality, when you know you can go out and cultivate outrageous abundance, uh, you know, you can be fucking picky, you're gonna filter, cost you fucking heart, but in the early stages, man, don't be so fucking picky, because, you know, make girls feel great, and get your volume in, you know, it's, it's, it's a win-win uh, experience, and the final one that I'll use, uh, the final one that I'll say, People are watching. <laughs> People are watching, man. Fucking amazing. All right. People are watching. I've said it before. Don't resist social pressure. Create social pressure. Embrace the spotlight. Invite the spotlight. People are just jealous voyeurs. Yeah. They don't fucking care. And if they do care, who the fuck cares, man? They're all going to be dead one day. Like Dr. Seuss said, those who mind don't matter. Those who matter don't mind. Yeah. So you have to get your priorities right. Sort out your first world fucking problems. Realize that everything is forgettable. Realize that no one gives an absolute fuck. Think about what your life is going to be like five years from now. Do you remember any people that you walked past on the street five years ago? No, you fucking don't. And um, they don't remember you either. So, you know, when you're getting that social anxiety, I'm sorry, but it's just fucking tough love, man. You have to just condition yourself to realize that nobody gives a flying fuck about you in the most liberating way possible. So, you know, if people are watching, happy fucking days. Get excited by that social pressure. Right, I could talk about more, but, you know, this podcast is a fucking long one, man. So we're going to go on to the yeah, the final phase uh, of the podcast, which is freedom from bullshit uh, in a wider sense. Yeah, man. So I'm just going to briefly uh, address, uh, you know, freedom from bullshit in just that wider context. Yeah, because like so many of us go through life, we're just bombarded by bullshit. You look at things like social media, we're just bombarded with these filtered facades, airbrush images. Everyone is comparing themselves to everyone else. Um, and it's just such an unhealthy way of living, man. It's just constant bullshit. You know, we wake up in the morning, the first thing we do, check our phone. Already, we're starting off on that reactive phase, or that reactive way of living. And you look at like other things, like 
Twitter, yeah? Like, fuck Twitter, man. Like, it's just an absolute, just fucking garbage, disposal, waste, absolute shit tip of bullshit, you know? Like, it's just... It's just poison. It's just such a poisonous platform. Like everyone is just the, the keyboard politicians expressing opinions, making other people feel shit. Like there's no fucking love on that platform, man. So yeah, fuck Twitter. And also, like with the news and stuff as well, man. Like look at the language. Yeah, look at the language of the news. The news. People think the news is designed to inform. It's bullshit. The news is designed to scare. It wants to keep people um, locked up in their houses in the box of mediocrity. It wants to keep a nice. Um, vanilla order to society, it wants to maintain the status quo, it doesn't want anybody to disrupt, it doesn't want anybody to divide, it doesn't want anybody to dominate, it wants to keep you nice and safe in a box, so everybody just gets along fine, and we all get our mortgage, get married, get a few kids, and then we fucking die, yeah, so just be mindful, like, I don't have a TV, you know, I just, I think it's just, it, having a TV, I think, in my opinion, it's just paralyzing, man, you just put that TV on, and you can just get sucked into it like a fucking zombie, and before you know it, your mind is just bombarded with absolute bullshit, um, and, you know, especially if you're gonna go out and do some street seduction, you're going out there, and, you know, it's so easy then to start talking to girls about the news, about the current uh, order of the world, about current affairs, and the, the things that you say to the girl are often negative as well, so it's like, you know, you'll go up to a girl, um, and you know, you'd be like, oh, I just want to say, uh, you look good, now have you heard, have you heard about the, the crisis in uh, Panama, and she's like, fuck me, man, I want to I wanna be taken on fucking experience, I want to I wanna be, uh, I want to enjoy some escapism here, I don't want to be fucking talking about the the oil crisis or some other bullshit or covid jesus christ people people chatting about covid to girls during the day man fucking hell i mean you can do that in a playful way you know just be like oh if you're in the uk be like oh excuse me like i know i shouldn't be doing this i know boris wouldn't approve but i have to just say that you look fucking good um let's go to uh, wonderland and escape everything you know that's fine you can be playful with it but don't be like you know getting her opinion on like uh you know what do you think about the the shit the shit tip of the world don't like obviously get her opinion on stuff but you know just don't be fucking getting bogged down in the bullshit is what I'm trying to say, man. Don't be just chatting about, you know, negative shit. Um, it's just going to impact, man. It's just going to, you know, you want to be the fucking uh, liberated nihilist, the fun fucking guy who's here for a fucking sweet time, who realizes that nothing fucking matters. So why are you going to spend your time talking about negative bullshit, man? So, yeah, man freedom from bullshit, you know, I, I think we'll close this podcast by simply saying that I think our life, our lives, the, the journey that we're on, our unorthodox odyssey is really unlearning things, yeah, freeing ourselves from the bullshit, yeah, unmaking the bed, doing things that other people don't do, disrupting the status quo, not being such a fucking stiff, yeah, not being such a fucking square, who just does everything he's told to do, who is a people pleaser, who, you know, takes orders, and never questions anything, yeah, like, this is such a key of life, like, question everything, man, like, who the fuck said that things have to be that way, like, I was walking the other day, I saw people, like, oh, everyone, like, in queues and stuff, yeah, like, who the fuck said, who the fuck made that a thing where people had to fucking queue for things, and look, I'm not, I'm not advocating complete anarchy, I understand that for society to function, it needs its fucking rules and shit, but, you know, just understand that, realistically, rules are there, yeah, rules are in place, but they can be bent, yeah, they can be moulded to shape your reality, and I think a big part of this whole process is realising 
what you really can get away with and how fucking good it feels, yeah? How amazing it feels to just break away from the herd, to separate yourself from every other fucker who's just living vanilla lives, vanilla existences, doing vanilla things day in, day out, and having that fucking vanilla ice cream for every fucking meal, man. Like, I really hope that this uh, this very, very long podcast has inspired the absolute fuck out of you to free yourself from the bullshit, to free yourself from the shackles of society, and to free yourself from the shackles of yourself, man, because we're here on this earth for a finite amount of time, so whilst you're fucking here, juice the absolute joy, milk the udder of your existence. That's it, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for being with me all the way to the end of this fucking podcast it's been the longest christian casanova podcast as of yet but plenty of fucking value for you to soak up like the sexy sponge and yeah man if you've listened all the way to the end you are a true legend a true leg end of life and yeah man any questions about anything get in touch with me, email me, ukdaygame at gmail.com, message me, follow me on Instagram at Christian Magician to keep up with all my daily activities, um, definitely, definitely, definitely do that as we're getting closer to April so you can keep up with like um, where I'm going to be at for the, the Stay Sexy UK tour, but listen man, um, that's it from me, just a sumo size thank you for staying here and uh, for, you know, just fucking celebrating life with yours truly, um, there'll be a new youtube video out this coming saturday next podcast will be on sunday make sure you've listened as well to the uh, the the video watch the video that part yesterday oh no don't <laughs> do what you fucking want man it's your life right stay sexy ta